Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to Gamecock Central Radio Basketball Report today with Gamecock great Joe Red. I'm Emerson Phillips, and we had the 2017 NBA draft last night, Joe. An historic night for Gamecock basketball as Gamecock great Cinderius Thornwell is taken with the 48th overall pick by the Milwaukee Bucks, a second-round selection. So Thornwell taken by the Bucks, but then his draft rights were immediately traded to the L.A. Clippers. So Thornwell is headed to L.A. And, Joe, a bit of a surprise, I think, for a lot of folks that P.J. Dozier was not drafted last night. But we find out this morning that Dozier signed a free agent deal with the Los Angeles Lakers. So he's going to get a chance to make it in the NBA. And both Thornwell and Dozier are headed to L.A., Joe. Oh, there's no doubt. Uh, two of the guys that have been the face of the program the past couple of years and Darius the face of the program the past four years, and P.J. Dozier the past two. Um, so, obviously, there is uh, just happy for this kid, um, watching what he's been through uh, the past four years since he's been here, came in, wanted to be, be a part of something special. He believed in Frank. He knew that Frank would uh, give them give them opportunity to win, and then that's what happened. They put in a lot of work, and the fruits of his labor were shown last night being the 40th pick, uh, the first play in 11 years since Ronaldo Bachman, which is, it's a big gap, but it's still it's great to see that. And, and you know, also, P.J. Dozier, man. My heart went out to him last night, but um, he still has an opportunity. He has a tough road. You know, it's, it's very difficult to make it, but it's, it has some players that have gone the free agency route. And uh, I guess him and his family and his agent must have sat down and figured out, you know, which team, you know, would give, give him the best opportunity. So he saw that the L.A. Clippers, the L.A. Lakers, I'm like, excuse me, uh, would be a better team for him. Uh, you know, his name is out there. Uh, this kid, from what I heard, had worked out from 12 to 15 different teams. So I'm not worried about him 
right now, uh, you know, whether this is work or not for TJ, uh, I still think this kid could, you know, somehow go overseas and being well compensated for his services overseas if this doesn't work out, meaning that he can go overseas and, and improve his game. And he's going to get paid. He will, he will be a professional, and maybe his opportunity will come maybe this year, maybe in a couple of years. He'll have the opportunity to get paid and to improve his game over the next couple of years. Yeah, Dozier signed to a free agent deal with the Lakers, so he's going to go to the summer league and play for the Lakers. He'll have a chance to make the roster. And good news for Dozier is that NBA rosters will expand this year from 15 to 17 players, so that's going to open up opportunities for some second-round picks and some undrafted free agents to make it in the NBA. We'll talk more about Dozier in just a moment, Joe, but we got to start with Cinderius Thornwell coming off a historic season for the Gamecocks. He wraps up his Gamecock career as the third all-time scorer in Gamecock history with 1,941 points, trailing only B.J. Mackey and Alex English in Gamecocks all-time, scoring 6'5", 212 pounds. SEC Player of the Year this past year, wingspan of about 6 feet 10 inches. And, Joe, I found an interesting stat on Cinderius Thornwell. Per 40 minutes of action, Thornwell averaged 2.5 steals and 1.1 block shots, and he was one of just five players in NCAA basketball that averaged those numbers this past year. So, Joe, we know Thornwell is a defensive standout first and foremost. Very good in the low post. He was a man among boys in the tournament back in March. Was able to back down smaller defenders in the post. But his release just isn't that quick, Joe, and he doesn't have a lot of lift on his jumper. So put your scouting hat on for a moment, Joe, and talk about Thornwell upside and areas he'll need to improve as well. We know he's tough, he's competitive, he plays hard, and he's just a winner, Joe. He proved that over his career. Of course, we saw that over the past four years, the, the maturation of his game. Uh, you know, he was uh, put in great situations through Frank, where uh, Frank used his strength by catching in the post, catching in the pinch post, or catching the elbow where he can go one-on-one. So that tells, well, I know the kid a little bit, and the one thing I liked about him that he was coachable. So to, to that, I say... On the NBA level, he he knows what he needs to work on, and he's been working on that all summer. So I don't see no problem with him adjusting and improving on on his release and and being put in a situation where he can explore his talents. And you talk about his wingspan, you talk about his toughness, and and that he's a winner. And that's you know the NBA has a lot of areas, a lot of you know everybody, a lot of guys can score in the NBA. A lot of these teams. Clippers don't really need another scorer like that. They need somebody that can be a versatile two-way player. And you can't find a better two-way player, I think, in this whole draft than Shandarius Thornwell. Uh, he's a guy that, that, that rebounds. He uh, defends well. He And it's, it's always a place, like I said, uh, for a guy like that to come in and just, you know, you're not going to stop many of these NBA players because they are so great, they're so good, and they're so skilled. But uh, what he does, he can't come in and make it a little tougher. And some of these guys just, don't choose to play defense because they're so great offensively. But uh, Sendaz can get in there and prove that he's going to be a tough defender. He can have a long career in the NBA. So the Clippers had no picks going into last night's draft, and they bought the rights to Thornwell from the Milwaukee Bucks, who took him number 48 overall. Joe, before we started the podcast, you mentioned that uh, this is the first draft with the Clippers for Jerry West, a great NBA executive and, and former player in the association who was the longtime GM of the Los Angeles Lakers. He worked most recently with the Golden State Warriors, and the Clippers just signed him as a consultant last week. So if Jerry West had a hand in – you know, hand-picking Cinderius Thornwell, 
uh, that speaks even higher. And that would be a real feather in his cap as well. The Clippers said that they wanted high IQ basketball players. They wanted guys that understand the game, and they went out and got Thornwell. Joe, they bought him from the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, they got a good guy. You know, I don't want to be too biased. And, you know, we, we watched this guy, and then we definitely are rooting for him, but they got a good one. Um, uh, I think they have to replace some players. You know, Paul Pierce retiring. You know, he didn't play much, but he was a, a leader on that team. And I think J.J. Reddick is still undecided on what he's going to do if he's unrestricted or restricted free this year. So there's a, there's a spot for him, I think, and if he can go in and continue to work hard. The kids, I'm not worried about his work ethic. He's going to do what he needs to do to, to make his roster. Uh, he's a good kid, of course, and they don't expect any problems out of him. But uh, like I say, uh, they got a great ownership out there. They got a new ownership with Steve Ballmer out there. Of course, we, we mentioned Jerry West, who who's always had his eye on talent. Uh, he's probably, he did it, I'm quite sure he did a due diligence and, and, and um, watching Sendaris or catching some of his film and, and seeing that this guy can fit this team and fill some need. And in all these NBA teams, they have, of course, a lot of them already have scores, but they have other needs where somebody can come in and play defense, rebound, and, and, and also be a leader. And that they saw his winning mentality, and they won't. Guys that have that winning mentality, and Sundar's going to give it every night. Joe, there's no guaranteed money for NBA second-round draft picks. Is there any concern at all that Thornwell's going to make this Clippers team? I, I don't know their roster top to bottom. I wouldn't say it's a lot. It's always questions, always different variables that uh, go on throughout the whole summer. Um, it's going to be different trades. They've got J.J. Reddick, who's still questionable about his future with the, like, with the Clippers, and uh, you just don't know. You just don't know, but you know, if it goes by just hard work and, and, and him getting in there and doing what he needs to do to help this team, I, if it goes by talent, I think he, he, he shouldn't have a problem. But like I said, so many different variables with all these trades. You know, it's been a crazy offseason so far. I mean, the finals was only a couple of weeks ago, a little over a week ago, and there's so many things that's going on that it's making uh, just the NBA so exciting because, uh, you know, we're – not too many sports that you talk about after that last game. And, with that, of course, we talk NFL, we talk college football year-round, but I just like that there's such a buzz about the NBA after that last um, game was between Cleveland and Golden State. So, Thornwell becomes the first Gamecock drafted in 11 years. you got to go all the way back to 2006, Ronaldo Balkman taken with the 20th overall pick by the New York Knicks. Balkman played in 221 games over six years. Thornwell now the newest member of the Los Angeles Clippers. So, Joe, that brings us to P.J. Dozier, who was not drafted last night. And, you know, immediately I think the fan reaction is that, well, P.J. should have stayed another year in college. He could have improved his draft stock. Maybe he would have gone in the first or second round if he had come back to South Carolina and had a good year next year. You know, maybe he would have been taken higher. Maybe he would have gotten guaranteed money. Maybe he would have been more attractive to pro scouts. But the bottom line is he made the decision to leave. He wants to get paid to play basketball, and I can certainly appreciate that, Joe. You know, I think everybody's an expert today after the draft. P.J. thought he would get drafted, but he did not. But he does sign his free agent deal with the Lakers. So he'll play summer league ball this year, and he's going to get a chance to make the Lakers roster. We talked about the fact that the NBA is expanding rosters by two slots per team. So that creates 60 new openings on NBA rosters for second-round picks and for undrafted free agents like P.J. Dozier. And he's going to get a chance to make the squad, Joe. If he can't make the team, he'll likely end up playing overseas. But either way, he's going to end up making good money playing basketball next year, and that's what he wanted. Absolutely. And I've heard the buzz about that ever since he made the announcement and that he was going to the NBA. Then shortly after uh, less than a week, he signed on the agent. So you knew that, that, he was pretty much, that he was gone. 
and to hear the buzz from some of the fans, you know, uh, that's this kid's decision. A lot of people are second guessing him or questioning him. That was this kid's decision. Uh, he got, I'm quite sure he had good advice from his agents or his feedback from his workouts. His, his uncle, Terry, that played in the league, his dad has been around basketball for the longest. Um, he made the decision for him. And regardless of, I think the Gamecock fans should support this kid because this is his decision. He made the best decision for him and his family. And, and whether he make this team, is it a tough road? Yes. And was it probably a disappointment for him? You know, the thing is, he saw so many of his, uh, you know, this kid was a McDonald's All-American. And the past two years, he saw so, so many of his buddies that he done competed against over the past two years through AU, through so many different entities in high school. And he saw a lot of his buddies go, like, hey, I was a McDonald's All-American too. So, hey, I need to put my name in the hat. I need to uh, take this chance. But, um... We can also make this legacy. It's going to be tough. I, I can't say it's going to be easy. It's going to be tough. Yep. But luckily, he's got some team that that uh, he he can play. He he's a kid that can play three different positions. He can play the one, two, and the three. Yep. And that will give that's right there will give him opportunity. Kid like six, seven, six, eight that can play the point. And that's a lot of his his gifts. You can't coach. Uh, I mean, you can't teach. And I did with Magic Johnson, who was a big point guard himself. Of course, they drafted Lonzo Ball last night, who probably will be the face of the Los Angeles Lakers team for the next couple of years. Uh, but they do need backup. Uh, I think they let Swaggy P go. He, he's not coming back. Uh, they traded a couple other guys that they just drafted. So there may be a slot for him out there. But, again, this is this kid's decision. This is his family decision. And whether he makes his team or not, the kid will make some good money overseas. And he will be, you know, his name is out there. He done worked out for 12 or 15 teams this year. So, they know about this kid, and they would, I, I promise you they would keep their eye on him if he don't make this thing or if he go overseas. Or he may just go to the, uh, the, the G League, which is, used to be the D League. They changed the name to the G League. Uh, maybe he can do that. And, and, and guys get hurt all the time in the NBA. And if he, could, if he wants to go there, if he wants to go overseas and make some money now. The, the NBA sees him. They will have their eyeballs on him. And there's this opportunity to work on this game wherever he goes. So, we wish, of course, we wish both of these kids the best of luck. Yeah, P.J. handled not being drafted extremely well. I saw a video on him last night. You know, he was very upbeat even though he didn't get drafted. He had a big uh, draft watch party last night, about 100 people in attendance, and they were hoping to hear P.J.'s yeah. name called, but it never was called. And he spoke with the media afterward, and uh, he was very positive, eyes focused on the future and just more focused on what his next opportunity would be rather than dwell on the fact that he didn't get drafted. So, you know, the next morning he finds out that he's got a free agent deal with the Lakers. So very exciting for him to get that opportunity. He'll have to earn a spot on the Lakers roster that will get the chance to do that playing summer league ball this summer. Gamecock Central Radio, Emerson Phillips with Gamecock great Joe Rett. You can download the Gamecock Central Radio app on the App Store and on Google Play to subscribe to our podcast. Search for Gamecock Central Radio on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services, or just visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. Joe Dozier, 6'7", 200 pounds. He's got about a 7-foot wingspan. And I watched a, a draft a preview video, a highlight video on P.J. Dozier. It's on draftexpress.com. Fantastic video, Joe. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, we watch P.J. play all year, but I was reminded watching this video how good a defender – Dozier is. Those long arms playing the guard position. He was really a disruptive force, created a lot of turnovers that led to some easy Gamecock baskets in key situations. And he played better in the tournament, Joe, than he did during the season. A multi-position defender. Jumper needs some improvement. 
But, again, you see a lot of upside with P.J. Dozier, and he's still so young, Joe. You know, he's only a couple of years removed from high school. He's got a lot of basketball in front of him. Oh, yeah. See, uh, we saw, like you said, we saw him the past two years and and see where he's grown uh, defensively. Uh, He saw the first year. He didn't know how to move his feet too well. He relied on his quick, which he does have quick hand. He has really, really quick hands. But this first year, he struggled with that defensively and, and through Frank and with some coaching and, and him learning how to play defense a little bit better on the, on the college level. We saw that this year where you got a guy like that, 6'7", six, 6'8", six, with that wingspan. He disrupted, he disrupted a lot so much, and, and, and that's what helped his game team a lot this year because they got on and got easy passes. But times when, when we were struggling in the half court, we came up, Henderson there was coming up with so many big, big defensive plays that guy was getting out in the, in, in, in the fast lane and, and getting easy baskets. And which, that's, that's stuff that you really can't teach them, you know, once you get to that next level. And teams are looking for that, looking for defenders that can guard, especially on his, for him. He can guard one, two, three, and, and, and possibly four sometimes. If he, if he get a little bulky, because with his height and the way the NBA is going now, he'll probably be able to guard some of these four men, but, um, Again, this is going to be a tough role for him, but hey, he's a good kid. He's been raised by some good parents, Perry and uh, Perry Dozier and uh, Teresa Dozier. They, they, you, you can see that in him, like you said in the interview last night. He's a good, humble kid, and he, he knows he knows he's got to work. And and I believe you know I'm not worried about his future. He's, he's going to be okay. Whether it's, it's in the NBA, he's he's young, like you said, and. He has a lot of basketball ahead of him, and there's a spot for him somewhere, somewhere on this in the world. Yeah, not the first time that Dozier has dealt with adversity, Joe. You remember he sat out a year of high school basketball dealing with the knee yeah. injury. And yeah. that, that was a real blow to him at that time, but he bounced back from that, became a McDonald's All-American, and ended up making the Final Four with the Gamecocks, and now he's ready to turn pro. So Dozier gets the free agent deal with the Lakers. Tendarius Thornwell is a Los Angeles Clipper. Joe, really fun for the Gamecocks to have players involved in the draft. Man, it's been 11 long years since the Gamecock got drafted and you know, just speaks to the success of Frank Martin, the run his team made this past year, and with the direction he's got the program heading in right now, you get the feeling that it won't be 11 more years before the Gamecocks have another player drafted. Oh, no doubt. Not the way that Frank is, uh, is recruiting and the way he's developing players. Um, I truly believe uh, Chris Silva, who will be a junior next year, and seeing the improvement that he's made over the past two years, uh, he would have a shot. Maybe not this year, but maybe his senior year. Uh, I think he would have a shot. And, and it won't be an 11-year drop. And I hope that uh, a lot of you know kids around the country can see that, hey, we got a good program down the top line. We got two guys that, that hopefully will be in the NBA. And, and that's what Frank needs. I mean, to utilize that, uh, you know, ride this little wave that we had. You know, we got a notoriety going to Final Four, and now you got two guys that possibly be in the NBA. Hopefully, we can get some more top recruits down here in Columbia, South Carolina, and get some wins. And hey, that's how you win. I mean, you can coach them all you want. You can and improve these guys all you want. But we had two possible NBA players on this roster. Now. I truly believe that that's what 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 along with Frank coaching his ability, uh, allowed us to make that run because we had two pros. And if you got two guys like that, you can go a long way in the NCAA tournament. So the Clippers and the Lakers picked up some more fans here in the state of South Carolina by adding Thornwell and Dozier. Awful lot of fun, Joe, and we're going to have fun following these two throughout their professional careers. Gamecock fans very grateful for their contribution to Gamecock basketball. Everybody's happy for both of them. No doubt. I'm tremendously happy for them. Again, tough for P.J. last night, but he'll be okay. And 
it's great for the program to see those two guys, and Chase and Darius, uh, go out to the Los Angeles Clippers with the 48 pick. He'll be joining um, another Cyclone native, and Bryce Johnson, who was who sat out this year because yeah. of injuries, who was from Orangeburg, but Edisto area, that played for the University of North Carolina. So right. those guys are buddies, too. So that'll be great for St. Darius to get out there and, you know, be out there with a guy that you know that can, you know, feature the road for. And being out there in L.A., hey, that's a big city, and a uh, good old country boy like St. Darius, he's not used to that, but I think he'll be okay with the guidance of uh, Bryce Johnson. Yeah, we think he's going to fit right in on the floor. We'll find out. Good stuff, Joe. Thanks for your time today, my man. No problem, man. Enjoy talking to you. All right, we'll come back. We'll talk more Gamecock basketball here on Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for being with us. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's $200 to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on3 and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text HOPE NY in New York. 